0: So thanks for joining us. Today is a really special episode. I'm extremely excited to talk to you guys about marketing, marketing strategies for your juice bar business. We're going to go every, through everything from flyer marketing to social media marketing, running ads on Google and Facebook and Instagram to influencer marketing and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. So the first thing that I want to share is I'm exceptionally passionate about this subject for a number of reasons. One, because marketing for me was definitely something that I knew was important, but I didn't really understand how important and powerful it was. Everybody knows they have to market their business but a lot of times what I see is, especially when looking at people's budgets for their juice bar, is marketing is kind of after the fact. It's like when we have some money left over, yeah, we might put some money into marketing. Do we have a marketing strategy? Yeah, we've got a marketing strategy. It's called word of mouth. Now, word of mouth is not a marketing strategy, okay? That's a byproduct of having a good customer experience and a good product, but it's not a strategy in itself. Now there are things that you can do to accentuate the word of mouth experience, definitely. But that's not a marketing strategy. So for me, it's really exciting to share with you guys some of the things that we've seen work, give you guys some of the do's and don'ts of marketing and really get you guys to the point where hopefully uh, the intention is by the end of this, that not only do you have some really effective tips and tools that you guys can implement in your business today, but also to get you guys to a point where you really begin to understand how important marketing actually is. I usually say that there's two dimensions of a business. right? There's the internal and the external. Internal, I would be referring to things like your operations of your business, product creation, everything that's sort of the nuts and bolts and guts of your business. and Marketing is the external. It is the face of the business. It is the voice of the business. It's how you get people's attention. Now, one of the big misconceptions that new juice bar owners or juice bar owners have in general is that that their product is going to be so good that it's just going to sell itself. Now, the reality is, is that Almost nobody's product is that good. There are so many companies that have better products, better services that we've never heard about that may have gone in and out of business because they didn't have their marketing strategy down. And then there are companies out there which you may even witness that are just so great at marketing and you know that their product is okay. It's good enough to purchase but it's not amazing, it's not as as, uh, phenomenal as they are vocalizing. You might even have a better product. This could be one of your competitors. But the the truth is the market doesn't care because the market doesn't know. They can't buy something that they're unaware of. So you have to make people aware of how your product and your business is different, why it's special. Give them opportunities to remember your business more and more frequently. So let's break down some of these strategies. We're just going to kind of go through these one by one and then I'm going to share with you how you want to approach these categories. So let's start with probably what I would say is maybe my least favorite but definitely has some value, not to be overlooked, and that is flyer marketing. This is I would dare to say really the old-school way that people used to market their businesses pre-internet era. People still do it, it does have value, it's, it still can have value, but you always have to look at, and this is sort of base level marketing philosophy, is how and what is the best use for your marketing dollars. If you've got a thousand dollar marketing budget, What's going to be the best way that you can invest that $1,000 to get customers for your business? Now, we'll talk about that more and more, and it depends on how good you are at doing certain things. So, flyer marketing. Be really attentive to who you are marketing to. A lot of times, if you hire somebody to distribute flyers, this could either be an individual or it could be through a company, a lot of times they go too broad. Meaning they don't really focus on marketing to a very segmented group. And your marketing, no matter which avenue you're going through, whether this is social or Google Ads or you know, whatever it is, your marketing will be most effective if you're speaking to your target audience. So you have to know where is your target audience. Now that could be in certain neighborhoods which generally would need to be in proximity to your juice bar, but even better, the most effective strategy that I would take when it comes to flyer marketing would be to figure out where your target demographic is. This could be in the parking lot of a gym. This could be, like I said, in specific neighborhoods. It could be even passing out flyers in parks to women who are exercising. So you can have a direct conversation with them and then pass out your flyer, let them know about your business, and then you can leave them with something that prompts and promotes them to come into your business. So the, the don't of flyer marketing is don't get too broad. Yes, you can eventually do that, but flyers aren't cheap, and you want to make sure it's going to the right people who are interested or potentially interested in your product. And the do is make sure that you're really segmenting everybody. Another thing that I want to mention is, it comes to marketing flyers. A big mistake that juice bar owners make is they don't create offers that are compelling. And this goes for all of your marketing strategies when it comes to doing promotional things. And when I say promotional, I mean, hey, for first-time customers, come in and get X. A lot of juice bar owners might say something like, come in and get 10% off your first order. Now, that's not compelling. 10% off isn't really gonna get me to change my habits. I might be interested in your product anyway because I'm someone who's interested in juice or I drink juice, but it's not the 10% discount that's gonna get me to come into your store. Now, if you said something like, come in and get fifty percent off uh, or buy one get one free or things that we've even done come into our store and with this uh, coupon or with this coupon code on the flyer uh, you can get a free smoothie we would literally give out smoothies for free now that might seem extreme it might seem like wow you're losing money what's the point of doing that but this is where I want to actually get into changing your mind state around how you market because most people and most juice bar owners unfortunately are thinking too much about the short term they're not thinking about long-term customer acquisition and relationship hypothetically between the flyer and maybe you giving out a free smoothie maybe that if we can get a new customer to come into your store maybe that entire experience cost you $5 hypothetically depending on if you've hired someone to do this or you're doing it yourself but let's say four to five dollars could even be somewhere between three and five dollars but the point being is that it it was a three to five dollar investment in having someone new come and visit your store now how much are you going to make off of that individual over a year's period of time depends on how good of a customer they are but guaranteed it's going to be more than five dollars if they come back more than twice or three times So, the way that I look at these things is, what's the long-term? Because your first stretch of marketing efforts is really to saturate the market, your target market, with the awareness. Everyone who is your prospective customer should know who you are. And that's going to cost a little bit of money up front. But guess what? The long-term value of these customers is what's going to really build your business. Too many juice bar owners are really thinking about cashing in off the first touch and I want to shift your perspective so you don't think about marketing that way. You really think about the longevity of that relationship and what the value is going to be over a year, two years, three years. So that's the first thing. Going back to flyers in general, uh, if you're gonna do flyers on houses, door, door hanger flyers are the best. Don't do flyers where it just ends up in someone's mail with all these other flyers. People just throw those out. They don't even read them or look at them. If there's a flyer on someone's door handle, People have to dispose of it, they have to interface with it, and that is going to get their attention. So if you are going to do flyers on houses, door hanger flyers are the best, in my opinion. And then also the other thing would be to just consider flyering neighborhoods that, uh, or I should say, uh, parking lots of people who are in your uh, target demographic. Go to parks, talk to women, talk to other people who are health-oriented, give them flyers with with Promotions that are compelling. Things like, hey, you know, try this smoothie. If it's not the best smoothie you've ever tried in your life, we'll give you your money back. It has to be something that's going to make them show up. Okay, so that's it for the flyer marketing section. Next thing that I want to talk about is building strategic partnerships. So if you don't know what a strategic partnership is, it's basically building a relationship with, could be business, could be individuals, that are mutually beneficial. So, there are going to be people who provide products and services to your target customer that don't provide the same products and services that you provide. So, for example, case in point, the most obvious would be a gym, a yoga studio, some kind of fitness studio. Um, Less obvious might be something like a colon hydrotherapist's office or a uh, naturopath's office. These are people, individuals and businesses that serve your same customer but don't do exactly what you do so you can build partnerships that are mutually beneficial. What would one of these look like? Hey, Tommy, I know that you own the gym down the street and would love to, uh, just as an added bonus to your clients, give them all 10% off of all of their orders for the life of their membership at your gym. Wow, that's really great. Thanks, Andrew. I'll be sure to promote that to people as they are signing up for our gym. They can put flyers for their gym in your store. You can put flyers for your cleanses for your product in their store. It's mutually beneficial because you have to think about it from their perspective. It's really great if someone is considering signing up for their gym and they can say, hey, as an added benefit, you know, that juice bar that's down the street that you either haven't been to or that juice bar down the street that you love. They're gonna give you 10% off for life as long as you're a member here. Just show them your membership card. Wow, really? Great. So there's, no, there's really no deterrent, unless they feel like they're just not a fan of your business or they don't agree with your, your product. It's not part of their philosophy. There's really no downside for you doing this. And you can do this. You don't have to do this as an exclusive partnership. You can do this with as many businesses as you desire in the neighborhood. So highly recommend exploring strategic partnerships building those relationships, getting really deep. You can even go in there and discuss uh, benefits of cleansing. You can do talks, you can educate their customers which are also going to be your customers on a regular basis. It's just another touch point. So that's all I want to say about strategic partners for now. Now let's talk about social media marketing. This is really a new dimension you know when I say new I say relatively new within the last you know half a decade or more you know coming on 10 years where it's really become popular even 10 years ago social media was around these platforms like Facebook and YouTube they were around but people I feel now are only starting to really understand that social media marketing is marketing whereas before people thought of it as a side thing of oh yeah are you on social no we don't have an Instagram account no we don't have a Facebook account these things are becoming essential just like at some era of time you could get away with not having a website because that was sort of fancy but now you have to have a website to be a functioning business one of the first things that people will do is search for you on Instagram they want to see what your business is all about what does it feel like now social media marketing is very very different in a lot of ways I just want you guys to get this one point than traditional or uh, marketing has been historically because it is a two-way conversation. Prior to social media marketing, everyone was sending ads out through TV, radio, newspaper. That was a one-way conversation. You could only talk about your business, but you couldn't really learn a lot about your audience and what they wanted and they desired. And now, in this new era, it's all about engagement. It's all about engaging your prospective clients and customers and your existing ones in a way to find out how you can serve them. So, you know, if you're not familiar, a list of these platforms would be things like Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, the list goes on and on and on. But really, I would recommend, start by focusing on the major ones, so Instagram's a really big one, Facebook's a big one, YouTube's a big one. Focus on those platforms. Now, Post daily. I know a lot of times as a business owner, you're either going to be extremely active, which I know some people really are and they're doing a great job in terms of their activity. And then some people aren't. They do not uh, post every day because they're so busy. And if that's the case and you're one of those people, and even if you can post every day, it would benefit you at some point to hire someone. Full time to focus on your social media marketing because there's a lot to be done there. It's a very, very deep avenue, and you want to go as deep as possible into building relationships with people through these platforms. And so, um, I could probably just talk about social media marketing in itself for an entire podcast, but I'm not going to go so deep, deep into it. Just get on it, build your profile, be active, get someone to be active, find people who have. Uh, hashtag things like fitness and health in your neighborhood, direct message them the same way that we were talking about flyer marketing, send them messages with promotions to have them come into your store, ask them what they want, learn about them, comment on their page, engage with them actively because once again, it's the value of a new customer and a lifelong customer is extreme. And even if it takes someone an hour that you're, you know, to just even speak to one person, if you can really build that rapport, think about what you're investing in terms of someone's hourly wage, maybe $8, maybe maybe $10, maybe $12, but that's $12 for someone to build a customer relationship potentially for life. It's important. It's a big deal. The next thing that I want to talk about quickly, and I'm not going to go do, te- do deeply into this either. Maybe I'll do a whole podcast about it, but it's just, it's just narrative I highly encourage you guys to not simply just talk about yourselves. You wanna talk about yourself as a business as it relates to helping your customers. I'll give you an example of this. Most people, unfortunately, make themselves the hero in their story when the reality is, is your customer is the hero and you are the guide. So instead of going, hey, come check out our Berry Blast smoothie, it's the best tasting thing that you've ever had in your life, try it. That's how I see most people marketing on social. What you should be doing and what would be more beneficial is, hey, today's hot. We know you guys wanna escape the heat. We've got something really refreshing for you. Uh, It's our Berry Blast smoothie. It's also supportive in this element because it's got these ingredients in it. It will help you overcome X, Y, and Z. You get the point. You really want to position your business and your product in a way that is supporting your customers in achieving their goals or resolving their problems. That's the only way and that's the, the means in which they care about your business. Otherwise, they don't care about your business because everybody's screaming from the mountaintop about how good their product is and nobody really knows. So if you can give me some insight as to how this is going to help me, then I might listen to you a little bit more. Now let's talk about paid advertising. This is one thing that definitely most juice bar owners are not doing, and if they are doing it, they're not doing it well. And when I say paid advertising, I mean through all of these platforms. I mean through Google, Bing, YouTube, Instagram, the list goes on and on, Facebook, right? Most people are usually doing organic Um, and gaining organic traffic which is great but you can also and you should also supplement this with paid advertising meaning running ads on Google if someone searches for benefits of cleansing and you can target them geographically based on where they're located in your neighborhood then you should have an ad that pops up that says it's a blog with the benefits of cleansing at the end of that blog it prompts them to come into your store and try out one of your cleanses this stuff is mildly sophisticated right but it's not impossible and I really encourage you guys to do it because you might have a hundred people a week in your neighborhood searching for cleansing it could be maybe even 100 people a month let's say you capture 20 percent of those you get 20 new cleanse customers a month because of the ads you're running that could be significant considering the price point of a cleanse right so think about running ads This is even through platforms like Yelp. I'm a really big fan of Yelp uh, because if, I'm sure many of you have had Yelp approach you, I'm just gonna give my little endorsement here because when people go to Yelp, they're ready to buy in the process of marketing or sales we have this thing that we call uh, degrees of warmth and so someone would be really 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 warm or hot when they go to Yelp to search for a juice bar because they're ready to buy they're ready to make some decisions they're not in a place where they're just simply simply doing casual research most of the time and so that means that people that find you through these platforms are going to make a decision so it's definitely beneficial I like Yelp a lot um, Something else that I want to talk about as it relates to paid advertising and really more so marketing as a whole. You want to do your best. You can't always do this, but most of the time you can, but you want to do your best to quantify your efforts. I had a client that we were working with uh, a little ways back, maybe a year ago, and I was asking this client you know, what they were doing to market their business. They said, yeah, we did this flyer marketing campaign. I asked them, okay, well, how did it go? And they said, I don't know. Uh, We had some flyers that went out. Some people came back. I'm not really sure. And the reality is there's no reason you shouldn't be sure because you can measure the effectiveness of a flyer marketing campaign. You just have to be sure to make an effort to quantify it. So you you hypothetically you invested $1000. 1000 flyers went out. So they cost you a dollar each. 10 flyers came back. You acquired 10 new customers. How much did it cost you? What's the value of those customers long term? So you can actually measure it because if you can't the thing is is you can't scale what you can't measure. Meaning you can't grow something if you don't know if it's helping you or hurting you. So you might be doing flyer marketing campaigns that are ineffective and you just keep doing them because you think that you should. Or you could have done a flyer marketing campaign that actually did provide some results but because you couldn't or you didn't measure it, you don't know how to reinvest your future marketing dollars. So it's really, really important to quantify and measure all of your marketing efforts Paid advertising is really, really great for this because you can see all of the money you've spent. You can see how many people click on your site. If you get really good, you can even pixel people to see who's converting and where the customers are actually coming from. That will help you quantify your marketing efforts. Next thing that I want to talk about is influencer marketing. This is big. Once again, it's connected to the social media strategy, but it's a little bit different because you're getting influencers to talk about your product, to endorse your product, to market your product for you. Most of the time, you guys will have people in your local area that could be influencers. These could be people that have anywhere from a 1,000 to 5,000 or more followers on Instagram. It's important that these people are actually speaking to the local community because you guys are local businesses and until you get to the point where you actually have products that you can ship around the world you don't want to have someone who's got a huge audience in Germany but you can't actually provide products for those people unless you're in Germany obviously so if you are looking at someone who maybe is a personal trainer and they've got a lot of clients and customers they're active on social everyone's engaging with them you want to figure out how you can find a relationship that inspires them to market your product that could be as simple as giving them free product to promote uh, your product it could be actually a matter of paying them you'll have to figure out what that deal is because it's always going to be unique to the situation but the point is is you want to leverage this as much as possible because people in this day and age have a lot of brand value as individuals and they get their audience to take action assuming that they have a real audience. Because that's the other thing you really need to break down is are these people, Have they just buy a bunch of followers, are people really engaged in their page? And one way to do that is to see what the like ratio is per post. You usually want to see someone who has about 10%. So if they've got 15,000 followers, you want each post to have around 150 likes, okay? Um, No, I'm sorry, that, that would be 1%. So you really want to be in a place where it's around 10% uh, 10 ideally if they've got a really, really engaged audience. Same thing for the comments. How many people are commenting on their posts? Are their comment threads really, really long? Look at their engagement. Engagement means more than followers. Don't just think about how many followers someone has. How active are their followers? Because someone with a thousand followers that are really, really actively engaged will do a lot more for your business than someone who has 10,000 followers that no one is engaged with. So, moving on from influencer marketing. Let's talk about in-house marketing. Right? There are a number of ways that you can market in-house, but the biggest thing about this is to make sure your staff is engaged in getting your customers to engage in future promotions, in current promotions. If you're running a special on cleanses, make sure your staff is Telling your customers, hey, we're doing 15% off on the cleanses for this week. Would you like to sign up? Educate them. Another thing is getting your staff to help you remarket your business. This is getting people to follow you on Instagram, getting people to sign up for your email list. Marketing is raising awareness and re-triggering people who are already aware of your business. So it's usually more expensive to acquire new customers and it's usually cheaper to trigger your existing customers to come in more often and invest more money. So the in-house marketing, since someone's already in your store, is gonna be a matter of seeing how can we continue to provide value to this customer and how can we inspire them to come and visit us and invest more money in our products long term. The email sequence, I mean, through the newsletter and also building out drip feed email campaigns is one strategy. Instagram is another strategy. Loyalty rewards program, another strategy. Utilize all of them. So, that's really the last one that I want to talk about. It's a big one. Do it. Give people discounts on their order if you need to in order to get them to sign up for your mailing list or to sign up for, uh, to follow you guys on Instagram or anywhere else. Really, really, really important. I can't stress this enough. Um, overall, this is the the, the twenty thousand foot view on the marketing. Naturally, there's sub strategies in all of these, but uh, I want to leave you with this. Somebody asked me once about my business. They and said, "Andrew, which where do you market to your customers?" And my response was, "Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere that my customer is." So you know, minus things like TV and radio because those are unnecessarily expensive at this point. Billboards, they're very expensive and people aren't even paying attention to them. So social media, uh, flyers, everywhere. Everywhere that feels relevant. As many places as possible, as I'm sure if you guys are listening to this podcast, you're listening to another channel that we're able to connect in. Via podcast is great if you are ready and able to build that out. Recommend it. YouTube, great. These are these are platforms that will build depth. Depth versus width. The fact that you're able to sit and listen to someone for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe even an hour, is going to build a lot of rapport with your customers. So figure out how you can do that through your business. One little strategy I would just offer to you if you build out an email trip feed campaign. You could have videos inside of there talking about your business, talking about your products, how they were designed, developed, how they help your customers. This could be something that is automated, that just goes out automatically. You could have that link through your YouTube channel. There's all kinds of ways to engage and interface with your customers that will be really helpful uh, that I highly recommend you explore as many of them as possible. I can't emphasize this enough people usually don't invest enough money in their marketing because they don't see the value of it but realize that if you can build audience and you can get people in the doors that's going to be the reason your business is successful assuming that your product is decent. That's it. So I hope this episode has been helpful. If you guys are struggling and you need help with your marketing any marketing strategies we do help clients with this work. Uh, So you feel free to reach out to me at andrew at juicebarexperts.com and we would be happy to support you if we can. Uh, And always wishing you guys a lot of success in your business endeavors and we'll see you guys at the next episode.